0: Hey friends, it's John Klein III with episode 20 of Shadow and Flame with Magic, the podcast. And as I turn 41 tomorrow, January 31st, we're going to review Excalibur issue 41. So let's get to it, to it, to it. thanks again to francisco for providing the theme song to the podcast and here we are excalibur 41 which would have cost you 175 a uh, dollar $1. 75 in the u.s which wasn't until i was listening to an episode oh golly oh gosh oh wow when they were talking about who also you know review this issue 40 episodes or so ago and um and how that was expensive for a comic back then. Like it was a it was a prestige comic, and it would have cost you ninety five pence in the UK. It's approved by the Comics Co Authority. Uh, Megan's face is in the upper in the corner box with Marvel Comics. Uh, Excalibur, deja vu all over again, and it has a cover of the X Men. Um, fighting with Excalibur for some reason. Nikrar's kicking Jean Grey. Colossus is running up on Rachel, who's in a telepathic battle with Psylocke. Uh, Captain Burton's punching Rogue. Megan, it looks like she's backhanding Storm. And Wolverine just tried to punch or um claw his way through Kitty Pride or Shadowcat. And his arm went right through her chest. And the covers by Dave Hover after Alan Davis, and it's fifty years of Captain America, nineteen forty-one to nineteen ninety-one. So I guess that makes Captain America eighty-three now. So it's a whole thing of pod or birthdays. Inside cover is an ad for Bill and Ted's Excellent Video Game Adventure on the Nintendo system. It's a LJN game, which if you're a uh, angry video game nerd fan. As I once was. Um, well, I guess still am. But I don't follow you know, anything. Um, they, they were notorious for making some lousy games. And so this is volume 41. No I'm sorry. Volume 1 number 41. September 1991. In New York City. You can't stretch your arms to yawn. Without hitting a superhero. Here in London. However things are different. And we see that there's a, it's Neil's Pub. Nothing earth-shaking or life threatening ever seems to happen in Her Majesty's Favorite City. And on those few occasions, when you desperately need a costume crime fighter. And then we see a bunch of patrons, like, screaming and running out of there. Um, And some guy mutters, like, I see what happens when two of them get together under the same roof. And it's a reference to Excalibur 28. Editor, we we'll find out who that is. Next page. When you know it, there's never one around when you need one. And the owner of, the pu- of Neil's Pub shouts, "Goodbye, pub! It was fun." <clears throat> the powerful Captain Britain, the shape-shifting Megan, the intangible Shadow Cat, the swashbuckling Nightcrawler, the mysterious Phoenix, the ever unpredictable Widget, and Lockie, the dragon forge. The fires of their tragic past, they have a, banded together to fight a modern-day crusade against the forces of the evil. Stanley presents Excalibur. At last, the reunion, or the office furniture that, that ate London. Excalibur, created by Claremont and Davis. Story by Scott Lobdell and Dana Morshead. Uh Pictures by Dave Hover and Ivy and Candorario. Uh, Pictures, uh, letters by Bill Oakley, colors by Oliver and Thomas, edits by Terry Kavanaugh, and big edits Tom Tufalgo. And we see from left to right, they are Megan, Captain Britain, Phoenix, Wolverine in his brown suit, Rogue in her uh, green bathing suit and green pants and gloves. I'm sorry, uh, gloves and boots and the black unitard under that, Nightcrawler. Psylocke, uh Asian Psylocke, that would be important later. Storm, with her uh, 90s Fox cartoon outfit, but with short hair. Shadowcat in classic blue. And Marvel Girl, who's in her, like, her Excalibur, or, or her uh, X-Factor uh, suit. Mark Twain once said, The reports of my death have been greatly exaggerated. Had Mark been an X-Man, he would have had the opportunity to say this on several occasions, as in every other day. For it wasn't only yesterday that the british base Excalibur, who founded to fill the void left by the deaths of their counter- American counterparts... And then Rogue says, oh, I'd like to propose a toast. Long live the X-Men! And then Gene um, says, Well, that... Well, now that the ice is broken, you know this is not going as well as I as well as we plan. This is very hard for all of us. I can only imagine how sudden and awkward our unannounced arrival must be for all of you. It's been so long since we've been seen each other. I assume that when we made the trip to England, Kit, Kitty, and Kurt would would what? Shout cat like shouts, drop to our knees and thank our Maker that the X Men are alive again. Do you think Kurt and I would? pick up and run back to Westchester if you did you and it's like dang for all the times Jean and Kitty have met which I want to say this might be the first time um like what attitude and she's like well you're wrong Jean dead wrong if anyone needs me i would be at the hospital with a real friend and then slams the door and everyone's just like "Whoa, whoa." um And then Wolverine lifts up his glasses like, well, anyone for another round? Meanwhile, not too far away, we see uh, Inspector uh, Day, D-A-I, is rounding up, like, all the uh, officers he can get together. And uh, Allie Star Stewart's there, and he can't believe he has that type of pull where he can get, like, everyone to show up. And then um, Day keeps just repeating, like, oh, I have that type of pull. <clears throat> and then he notices um, there's a missing file. And it looks like it's Storm and Warped Rain in the image. Or is at least a tall lady and a shorter fellow? <clears throat> and Alistar uh, sees who's been missing and offers that he can call the Weird Happenings Organization, or WHO, uh, to show up. In days like you read my mind, let's do it. Apparently, there were Star Trek trading cards, which looks familiar. Like I feel like I had the Picard one that had both OG Trek and Next Gen. Which I've always been more of a Next Gen guy, but you're always fond of who you come across first. Another tense moment at the pub. This one between Excalibur's Captain Britain, more casually known as Brian Braddock. And Betsy Braddock. The X-Men Psylocke. And you see him marching across. And Rogue's a little hesitant. Rachel Pike turns her head. Wolverine stops talking mid-sentence. And Brian goes, Betsy. His sister. Brian. And then he swoops her up in a big old hug. And they're so happy to see each other. Very charming. <clears throat> Meanwhile, bearing south through London proper... Is uh, ugh, I saw his name earlier. Oh, yeah, Phineas Umbridge is the back of a uh, a prison van, and the soldiers or the officers in the front seat are not thrilled that they're carrying these uh criminals back there. And apparently, um, Phineas Umbridge has slayed the four. Um, prisoners that he was with and has taken their souls and trapped them inside the ancient gemstone so he can release them and take over some super beings and so he have his own army. Venus Umbridge. <clears throat> Gotta put that name in my head because we're going to be saying it a couple times. At that moment, in the intensive care ward. And look, we see Lockheed, everyone, and Kitty's sitting next to um, next to him, because he got hurt by, uh, Dr. Doom's hands, as, uh, Terry Cavanaugh puts in a front nice caption, um, he was injured in Excalibur 37, and I need to take a picture of both this panel and the very next one, I think my thumb was on it when I read it earlier, so I did not see that he was in a teeny tiny bed, but she's whispering to him, Come on, Lockheed. The doctors did their best. You had to pull through. You're the only family I have left. And then Storm comes in the room. That's not necessarily true, is it? Kitten? She says, Storm. Look, I'm sorry about what I said in the pub. It's just, it's just when my parents call it, it splits. I couldn't help feeling rejected. As if being a teenage mutant ninja isn't <laughs> alienating enough, right? When I found you were alive, that you hadn't told me. The whole world found out in X- X-Men what, 270. Terry Cavanaugh. Who's just going by TK, which is pretty cool. Storm says, it was as if your surrogate family, the X-Men, had rejected you as well. Bingo. Sometimes we make decisions. Occasionally, they're wrong. As lead- team leader, I bear the responsibility as you, your friend, I ask for forgiveness. Of course, I forgive you, a world. But can you not do this again anytime soon? I can promise you this, Shadowcat. We'll be together for the rest of your life. And Storm looks very sinister on page 9. What is this? Why is she speaking such? Meanwhile, um, the staff and uh, patrons of Neil's Pub are looking through the window, surprised that a fight is not ensuing. And then the owner says, if Captain hadn't handed me 3,000 pounds to rent the pub, I'll be on the street of the office furniture I set out on the trash this morning. Which seems like a throwaway line, but it's going to have some significance as we see the uh, prison van pulling up. And then uh, Phoenix is saying, a woman, I shall make her my bride and I rule the world. Sorry, Phoenix. Fate has other plans. This one, the form of a pothole. And then, f- thump, and he drops the gem like a real dum-dum. And he's like, no. And the caption says, yes. And then the gem hits the ground. And then it splits in two. And then the e- the prisoner spirits come out. The spirits of the dead convicts are free. But without new bodies possessed, they're going to have to make do. And we see Kurt and Logan are enjoying a few dr- drinks. Uh he is asking if what they're gonna do if they're gonna stay in England or come with them to the States. And Kurt's like, I haven't given it much thought. And then they hear a big scream. He's like, What is that? And then everyone goes, A scream. And he Kurt's like, Thanks. Sir, what are we waiting for? Let's go. The heroes that make up this particular group have experienced more in the past few years than most heroes do in a lifetime. They've been to opposite sides of the galaxy and back, lost in the streams of time, held prisoner in Hades. But nothing could prepare them for the sight that greets them outside the door. But two of them, most powerful members of the patchwork team, are not in front of the door, but on the roof instead. And we see Colossus and Rachel on the roof, which is being generous, calling Colossus the most powerful member. Say, like, Rochelle, Rochelle. Oh, huh? Oh, Peter, I didn't think anyone saw me come up here. Shouldn't it be out front with the others fighting whatever new crisis has threatened the very threads of reality? Little sister, this is what is wrong. Why do you not stand with the others? Haven't I disappointed everyone enough already, Peter? I came from a future where I saw everyone, everyone, everything I loved destroyed. I traveled here to the past in hopes of changing that future, and I don't know if I've saved this world or destroyed it. Not only that, but until now, you and the rest of the X-Men shunted me away from the team that should have been my home. Even Cyclops and Marvel Girl want nothing to do with me. There are times I, be- I truly believe everyone's better without me. It's weird that she's calling her Marvel Girl. Like just Car Gene. Like who even calls her Marvel Girl? Meanwhile, up front, um, the we see the prison guards. Nope. The prisoners have taken over um the furniture that the owner has said he put out front. One's a file cabinet, one is a cooler, one's a desk, and one's a chair. Oh, oh, yeah, one's an icebox. And the icebox is chilling one, the, the waitress. And, um... Oh, I'm sorry, and there's a lamp. So there's one, two, three, four, five of them. And the lamp somehow has electric powers that he can just blast people. And so the heroes are going to uh, jump into the fight. Um, uh, Captain Britain's going to lead that fight. And Wolverine's like, if you guys need a hand... And then White Rogue, like... Grabs his sh- w- shoulder and whispers, what's the deal here? Are we going to go to off these guys or what? And War- Wolverine says, impulsive behavior got us into trouble last time. We wait until we achieve our ultimate goal, and then we strike. And there's an ad for football flair cards. Meanwhile, back on the roof. You're right, Rachel. We would all be a- better off without you, which is harsh. This entire planet could have been obliterated that time you confronted the Beyonder. I must be the honest little one. We did not think that Wolverine would have let you live when he tried to stop you from engaging in the same conflict. You are the inheritor of a power that consumes stars. Who knows the extent of the damage you could do to the universe, never mind Earth. Peter, am I the reason you and the other X-Men have come here to end? And then um, Inspector Gage comes up on the roof. Rachel! Who the day? What in the world are you doing up here? I've been looking for you all afternoon. Scotland Yard needs your help. We've got another kidnapping. But who's your friend here? Oh, day Thomas. I'd like you to meet Colossus the X-Men. It's a pleasure, sir. I have heard not much about you. Blimey, I've met never met an honest-to-goodness X-Men before. You know I've always wanted to do this. And he shoots Colossus in the arm. Which is like, yeah, day you do it, because Colossus is the worst. Meanwhile, um, Megan's rescuing a patron while the lamp is like shouting, zap, zap, and double zap. Oh, I get it. One must keep a sense of humor. And then Rogue, uh, Rogue grabs the lamp from the cords like one must, and starts like choking it. I guess. Because the cord is like the neck of the lamp, and then uh, Betsy gets iced by the ice box, and Brian's like, Psylocke! pay attention, will you?" And um... he's like, "What happened? Your sci- psionic powers?" And she's like, "Preparing. You don't work on these these monsters." Um, because. Oh yeah, we haven't... We clearly know there's something wrong with the X-Men, but we don't know what yet. And then the desk is hurling itself at Wolverine. And he's getting ready um, to attack. There's an ad here for Terminator 2 Judgment Day. With their own collector cards. And then there's also a beginning of a four-page ad for... Some type of Dungeons and Dragons arms and experiment um, guide. Well, very glossy paper. Glossy. And then there's an ad for... mutate um, your entire wardrobe for minimum bucks. And there's a Punisher shirt. There's an X-Men by Jim Lee. That is uh, off for um, X-Men uh, panels. Well, actually, I guess it's only three of them. Because it's the Jean, and, the Jean cover, which no one would have wanted. Storm and Beast, which is pretty alright. And then the Colossus Gambit, Rogue, and Psylocke uh, issues. And then there's the Cyclops Wolverine cover. That's its own shirt. Oh, oh. actually, the Cyclops Wolverine is the front cover. Or the front, of the shirt, and the back of it is the rest of them. So anyone you're missing is the Magneto. There's a Wolverine by Brett Blevins shirt and a Spidey Eyes Go in the Dark t shirt, and the Warver- the Punisher four color process style does not get its um crater uh the artist credit, so that's not great. And then Wolverine um like whips out his claws and slashes the desk and then all it does is turn the desk um the left side of the desk into three additional um so instead of the one being in the desk he now is has four bodies essentially and the file cabinet shouts a helpless female i shall follow you under v for victim <laughs> and kurt's like because he sees a lady in danger he knows what to do. He's like, maybe you should follow yourself under L for loser. And does an awesome sidekick with the sound effect bleeped or bleeped, B-L-E-M-T. And for whatever, Oh, yeah. She says, Mr. Crawler, a word with you. I say, I don't believe you have any idea where these things came from. Actually, I do have a theory that Chris over there, it fell out of a passing paddy wagon. It sounds crazy, but it contains some life forces that were released and animated the furniture. Where it's like, well, thanks. Page 17, we're figuring out the plot. Mile High Comics got a two-page ad here for their backlog of comics. Meanwhile, back on the roof, uh, Colossus says, Fool! Over is this charade. Shame it too. Your torment I love to see. Oh well. And then we see the Kalasha skin fall apart and it's a war wolf. Dead you thought I was by your own hand from the others you did escape. And Kavanaugh gives us a Excalibur special edition one. Wrong you were. Alive I am. Which I feel bad. um, So she was hearing all that horrible stuff Kalasha was saying. But not even questioning that it was Kalasha's like being horribly hurtful to her. Alive I am. It's back to Mojo, my kinfolk, and I will take you. His favorite plaything, I'm sure you are, still are. And Rachel's thinking to herself, Blast! My defenses were down. I thought I was talking to Peter. I just about let myself get caught, and my side powers don't work on these bruisers. I better find out what's going on here before I try anything too drastic, like bringing this entire block down around his ears. Much better. Separate attacks work. Easy to master you were as a group we attacked last time. As a group we failed. Excuse me, you must. Call me kinfolk. I have to in order to return to Mojo World. (laughs) And then um, they hear a howl and Megan's like, a werewolf. And uh, Brian immediately knows that Rachel's in trouble. He's like, Wolverine Rogue, stay here. We've had more experience of werewolves. And they're like, I want to say that, sugar. And then all of a sudden we see werewolves coming out of their mouths. And it's always gross. And so they're fleeing to the roof. Uh, Kurt has gathered the crystal pieces and he pits them together. Wondering if that would do anything on the roof. Uh, Rachel's not sure what, um, what she should expect. And all the werewolves have co- combined into one being but with five separate heads. So that's weird. He he got her. We have kinfolk. Do you feel it? And Rachel's like, Will you stop talking like that? Like, right, something is wrong with baby Phoenix. And they start opening up a portal to Mojo World. And Rachel's like panicking, like, No, they're opening a door to Mojo World. I won't go back there. I can't. Now, suddenly, we see two heroic hands come up from the uh roof and grab Rachel. And it's Kitty Pride. Ex- Excalibur's Shadowcat Hold on Rachel The cavalry is on the way And then Brian shows up And like kicks them With like Both I guess like a Horizontal stomp Say like wrong It's here It's like no Portal not ready Stuck we are And then uh, You guys didn't think That the office furniture would Hold us that long Did you? And Shadow Cat's like, Guys, not to interrupt your bravos or anything, but the werewolves appear to be caught in their own portal. What do we do with them? And Rachel screams, Fry them! And then Kirk, who's been standing there the whole time, I guess, waiting for his line, says, I believe, Rachel, that I have a better idea. If I break this crystal open in front of the wolves, the souls within should try to occupy their bodies. That may distract the wolves long enough for the portal to close on them. And so then he opens it, and the... Uh, prisoners uh, voices are like what's this like i'd rather stay a chair so i don't know if they do take over their bodies or they're just a green mist of beings around the werewolves but finally the portal closes <clears throat> and brian's like well done kurt Ja, i suppose you could argue we that we won and shadow cats if you don't consider the job the werewolves did to our hearts and souls and Megan says, pretending to be friends and family we've not seen in months. And uh, Dave finally comes to his feet. You super beings are just upset that you had a fight without knocking over a single building. If the werewolves open all wounds. Maybe it's time you thought about healing those scars. Get some more captions here. One week passes. Enough time for most to recuperate. Not enough for all to recover. Lockheed has been released from the hospital Not completely healed from his surgery, he's remained under watchful, careful eyes all week. Today, those eyes belong to Aristotle Stewart, who is getting the lowdown of the werewolves firsthand from Inspector Thomas. And um, it turns out Stewart is hoeing Lockheed like he's a baby, which is cute, so I could take an image of that. And, um... Oh yeah, they keep referencing the Genosian crisis. Which I guess is will put the X Men back in the public eye again. Uh, there's a bullpen bulletins, which are like any great comic from, oh yeah, what when did I say this was September '91? And we have the July Cool Meter from the Bullpen Bulletins, and the it goes from cool to uncool. Infinity Gauntlet, pen, which is just fun time capsules. Pen and Tower, bare knees, which I would disagree with that because. I'm of the mind that the most unattractive part of the human body is the kneecaps. Like, I don't know what it is. They're just so bony. But, you know, it's like whoever is like the most beautiful woman on Earth. And I'm always like, let me see those kneecaps. I'm like, all right. Still bony like anyone else is. Just, you know, got to humanize these people. Uh, the Rocketeer, which is great. Thai food supermodel Claudia Schiffer which I was always more of a Kathy Iron than man myself. The Simpsons, Michael Jordan, which, Legend 23, and we're in 2023, so that's fun. Uh, Geek Chick, uh, The Incredible Hulk, Water Blades, and Rice's The Witching Hour, which is now a show uh, my wife's watching on AMC, I want to say. Uh, Kazar, Softball, Geographic Undesirability, Which might be too topical for me. The Flash TV show, which was amazing. Hannibal Lecter. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, with a hyphen between teen and age. So, all right. Twin Peaks, Sushi, Bo Jackson, who was playing baseball and football. New Kids on the Block, which my wife wouldn't appreciate. They're closer to uncool than cool. Uh, McLean Burger, which I don't recognize. Well, if McDonald's ever want to bring the Big Tasty back, that'd be amazing. Their answer to the Whopper, and I love that. Though well, I'm currently a big fan of their Bacon BLT. But you gotta ask to see if they have it. But I, every time I've done, they said yes, so they must not have ran out of that bacon sauce. Uh, Steven Seagal, Bell Bottoms, Voguing, Vanilla Ice, Ponytails on Men, and Regis and Kathy Lee, The Ultimate Uncool. Rachel Summers has not felt comfortable at the lighthouse this week, mostly because she has been uncomfortable of herself. She has stood atop the lighthouse for almost two hours, the power of the Phoenix protecting her from the cold wind that whips off the ocean. She came up here to gather her thoughts and try to find some answers. After all this time, however, her thoughts are still scattered. She does not know why she did not tell her teammates about the X-Men's resurrection when she found out about almost a year ago. Was she scared? Was she afraid that they would leave to join the former teammates? Or did she just forget? She does not know what will happen when she runs into the Will Wolverine. Is it because she does not know what she will do? Or because she knows what he is capable of doing? A chill from the ocean crawls across her. Rachel had hoped to find some answers. What she discovered instead was that she did not know a great deal about her life. There is no solace for her in that. And inside, Captain Britain and Megan settled down after spending the morning in the training room. And Megan can't believe they were duped. And she was saying, I mean, she didn't even look like herself in regards to Betsy. And Brian's like, Megan, people change, myself included. I have pretended that I was dead. I think it's a pretty of being a superhero. The only way you can get some st- time off, it seems, is to die. I'm beginning, to believe in the end all that truly matters is family. She's my sister and I miss her. And Megan says, Brian, isn't it about the, we had a reunion? A real one, I mean, if they're too busy to call us, why don't we call them? Megan, sometimes you amaze me. And she giggles, let's go get the others. And so they do. And Kitty and Kurt are in the room. Are you sure we want to do this, Fuzzy? Someone must take the first step, cousin Ja, I like to meet them face-to-face to embrace the friends we believe to be dead. But our teams are a world apart. Before you phone them, what do we say when, if, they ask us to come back to rejoin the X-Men? That's simple. We tell them what's in our hearts. We tell them we're all members of the same ex- extended family. That Professor Xavier's dream of a world where humans and mutants live together... Needs to be kept alive in Europe as badly as is needed in America. We tell them Excalibur is important to the world as the X-Men, New Mutants, and X-Factor. And Terry says, <laughs> gives us editor's notice, says, This occurs before X-Force One, everyone. Hey, everyone. And Brian comes in. Now that we all know how to spell out an entire word, which I guess is a joke on X-Men and X-Factor. And Kitty says... Ma- Brian, Megan, I guess we all had the same idea. And Megan says, it's three in the morning there. Shouldn't we wait? And everyone goes, nah. And then Cable answers the um, the Zoom call. Who's using our private line? Oh, Excalibur, isn't it? And Rachel says, yes, Cable, it is. We'd like to speak to the X-Men now. Which I guess is her not knowing that Cable is baby Nathan all grown up. It's time you guys called, hold the phone, I'll transfer you. Which is weird that they've all been waiting for Excalibur to call them. But then we see on the um, team's meeting that there's the X-Men Gold and Blue teams. Uh, Gold being Storm, Colossus, Gene, Archangel, and Beast? No, no, Iceman. And then there's X-Factor, Multiple Man, Strong Guy, Polaris, Wolfsbane, Multiple Man, and Havoc. And they're all in, like, yellow, shades of yellow. X-Men Blue, with Gambit, Psylocke, Rogue, Cyclops, Wolverine, Beast. And everyone's in their costumes, of course. And New Mutants, soon to be or X-Force, with Cable, what row? Sun, um, Cannonball... Maybe Warpath? Maybe Domino? Some lady of big old shoulder pads? Oh, oh and Boom Boom behind Cannibal, naturally. The Living Spirit of England. A shape-shifting elemental. The celestial avatar. The irrepressible, intangible adolescent. Which is a horrible name. A swashbuckling, teleporting rogue and gentleman. Together, they honor the legend of ancient Britain's sacred blade. Today and forever, they are Excalibur. Next issue. The legend begins anew when Excalibur co-creator Alan Davis returns as writer and penciler. And this time, we mean it. Really honest. Because I guess some of them must have ended, said next issue. Um, Alan Davis returns. And I was like, nope. But now he's back. He's gotten many issues in the can, and they're going to do it. Inside back cover ads for Three musketeers. And the back cover ad is for uh, the Marvel Fleer trading cards, which if you follow Austin Gorton on uh, Twitter, you see those cards a bunch. We have a great Twitter account to follow. And that, everyone, dear listeners... Was Excalibur issue forty one. At um as I keep thinking about what I'm gonna do in March, I might just go through my collection sometime this weekend and just pull all the forty ones and then whenever I can't think of a comic to do, I can at least have a backup plan and do those Because just because tomorrow's my birthday doesn't mean and probably be tonight or today if you listen to this on Tuesday morning. Um or anytime Tuesday. Or anytime you listen on January 31st, <laughs> it's old dad's birthday. But enough of me rambling. Although, if you want to hear more or, or read more ramblings of mine, you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram or on YouTube as at JackoSIII. On YouTube, I just uploaded my ninth victory as my soccer um, kitty pride skin. And it was my Excalibur style, so that's pretty nice. Um, Only thing that's missing is that blue domino mask. But I think it works pretty well. Um, You can follow the blog... Nope. I mean, you can follow the blog on shadowandflameofmagic.com. You can follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter, where you're going to see three Lockheed images from this issue. And... Um if you give a like and subscribe uh that really helps the podcast out and we'll see you in February as I kick off Ant-Man month and the Wasp. Um as I found four issues with Ant-Man on the cover so it's going to be a little That's going to be what, what um is our thing for February. So until Next week, have yourselves a week. All right, bye, everyone.